question, Matthew. What on earth is going on with the Conservative Party this time? <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing here. It's uh, it's kind of hysterical laugh. I mean, it's difficult to know, isn't it? Which which particular issue? I mean, do you mean former Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the BBC and £800,000 loans? Or do you mean Conservative Party Chairman Nadine Sahawi and his tax penalty? I mean, it's just ridiculous. So... The Boris Johnson thing, I mean, he was offered a loan of up to £800,000 to top up his income, which was £186,000. I mean, what on earth he's meant to be doing with this money, I do not know. And this was this was um, involved former um, banker Richard Sharp. He was allegedly involved in helping arrange this loan. Um, and, lo and behold, uh, of a list of five candidates, Richard Sharp then becomes... Chairman of the BBC. I mean, mm. <laughs> but the Sahawi issue. This for me, I think it's really it's particularly irritating. So is he he's had to pay a tax bill of around five million pounds. That's the tax bill, not the income. Five million pounds of tax, thirty percent of which is a penalty because of a dispute with Her Majesty's Revenue Customs, the government department that collects the tax. Now. His actions were described by HMRC as careless and not deliberate, which actually is not as innocent as it sounds, because careless, get this, careless means a failure to take reasonable care in relation to your tax affairs. Carelessness can be likened to the long-standing concept in law, general law, of negligence. Now, that statement is from the government's own website. I mean, it's like the... um, You know, the Father Ted scene, the money was just resting in my account. I mean, this wouldn't, this is bad enough, isn't it? But there may be growing evidence that actually he's been lying, this is Zahawi, lying through his public statements about what exactly was going on. And he threatened to sue for libel those investigating and making claims against him. I mean, (laughs) this just gets even worse because the key part of this was taking place while he was Chancellor of the Exchequer in charge of the tax department, issuing him with a penalty. I mean, what the actual? <laughs> and you also remember that he, he told Boris Johnson to resign, and then Boris Johnson <laughs> asked him to become Chancellor for five minutes before eventually Boris Johnson did resign. I mean, because he was caught up in this whole thing when Rishi Sunak resigned. I mean, it's so confusing and so bewildering at the same time, isn't it? You forget just what a turmoil we were in during that period. I mean, you could not make it up. I mean, these are just the latest two controversies, though, aren't they? The Guardian did this fantastic piece listing the 16-1-6 scandals since the last general election, since, John, since Johnson became Prime Minister. So if you remember, we had the whole, you know, Dominic Cummings saga. Then we had Charlie Elphick, MP for Dover in Kent, found guilty of three cases of sexual assault. And then his wife, Natalie Elphick, succeeds him as MP for the, for the area. Then there was Wallpapergate over Johnson's flat in Downing Street. And then Partygate, the whole Sue Gray affair that seemed to go on forever. Then you had Hat Mancock and all his ridiculousness and the PPE fiasco. Then there was Owen Patterson and what was called, he was called his egregious breach of lobbying rules. 
I mean, this was the straw that eventually finally broke the camel, the Johnson's camel's back, you know, and that finally, finally got rid of him. I mean, he's like a bad smell that won't go away. And he was seen in Kiev this week, wasn't he? I mean, quite ridiculous. And then let's not forget, actually, Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raab is also being investigated for bullying. I mean, Sunak promised to bring integrity, what was it, integrity, professionalism and accountability to his government. I mean, there's not much chance of that going on. We've been here before, though. This feels actually like the last days of the John Major government in the mid-1990s. Then it was all about backbenchers accused of taking backhanders for lobbying. And it was referred, that whole period was referred to as Tory sleaze. But this... Actually, this theory, this period actually feels far worse to me. Um, it does. It, it kind of feels like the Tories can get away with anything, and we're letting them get away with anything. I mean, commentators, some commentators, like Dominic Grieve, who I kind of respect, actually was talking about reputational damage if Sahawi does not go. When you think, well, you can have reputational damage if there's any reputation left to damage. I mean, I just it beggars belief to me now. The thing is, though, the thing about the Conservative Party, it is, yeah, to most commentators' uh, minds, the world's oldest and most successful political party. It's been around since the 1830s. So it has this incredible knack of being able to reinvent itself and survive. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't stick around for 200 years without knowing how to survive. So the trouble is, I don't think it's going anywhere soon. So... So, you know, what on earth is going on with the Conservative Party this time? Well, that's a good question, but really, it shouldn't be one we should be having to ask, is it?